Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey y'all, hey y'all, wonderfully, made in the image of love, but I am free, completely, safe in the arms of my father, I am your team, I am who you call me, I believe, I am. Yeah.
to peace. I thought thank you, Lord. Before I fell, I started. Thank you, Lord. You thank took you, Lord. your time on me like a blessing. In the hands of an my slate clean and formed me anew. Oh 
my god this is lakeisha 2.0 this is lakeisha 2.0 this is kedra 2.0 this is vivian 2.0 this is ebony 2.0 oh my god my god if we ever get revelation of what we mean to god if we really ever get revelation of what we mean to God, Dorothy. If we ever get revelation, Edie, of really what we mean to God, Cherie, oh my God. If the eyes of our understanding get opened to who he called us to be in Christ Jesus, oh my God, you made Vanessa to enjoy in this earth. You made Tamika to enjoy in this earth. You made Lakita to enjoy in this earth. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over Lakita. I thank you, Father God, that you are strengthening her. Give her eyes to see. Keep her from danger, seen and unseen, Lord God. Unlock Lakita's destiny in her. Unlock her, Lord God. Bring her to new heights and new levels in the name of Jesus. Father God, I intercede and stand in the gap for Tamika. I cover her in the blood of Jesus. I thank you that the same mind that's in Christ Jesus is in Tamika, Lord God. Give her rest. Woo! Help her to enter the rest of God, Lord God. Give her provision, Lord God. Unlock her further into her destiny. Reveal yourself so strong today, Lord God. Reveal yourself so strong today, Lord God. Allow us to see you. Father, I cover Tammy in the blood of Jesus. I thank you for supernatural strength. And I thank you for the grace to overcome in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are a healer. We thank you, Father God, that you are meeting us exactly where we are. Ooh, my God. My God. Help us to use your spiritual keys. Help us to use your spiritual keys. Help us to use your spiritual keys. My God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to share something with you. We're going to get into today's devotional. But I want to remind you, because it's important in your development process, um, as you increase in your, as you decrease, and the Lord increases in your life, that you remember and use, right, your spiritual keys, that you not forget your spiritual keys. So I'm going to give you the spiritual keys we've covered so far. Um, and if you missed when we taught on spiritual keys, you can go back and get YouTube. But your spiritual keys are so important. And then we're going to talk about something today. Um, that song by Tasha Cobbs, Royalty Live, is so powerful. And um, I'm praying that God open the eyes of your understanding so you can see. Um, <laughs> Lord, I feel you on this. I feel you on this. The key of salvation, right? Receiving God's gift of eternal life, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Your salvation is a key to living in the kingdom. I'm going to say that again. Your salvation is a key to living in the kingdom. Your salvation is to, to the key to living heaven here on earth. I was praying this morning, and I want us to declare right now, Lord God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Invoke and invite the kingdom of God in your life today. Oh, come on, y'all. Invoke 
and invite the kingdom of God into your life today. Lord, I want the kingdom to come in my life today. Lord, I want the kingdom to be evident in my life today, Lord God. My God, your kingdom come in my marriage today. Ooh, your will be done in my marriage today. Your kingdom come in my relationship with my kids today. Your will be done in my, my God, your kingdom come on my job today, Lord God. Your kingdom come in my finances today, Lord God. Your kingdom come, your kingdom come, your kingdom come. My God, Lord God, I want to experience more of your kingdom. I want to experience more of your power. Let your kingdom come in my life today. Let your kingdom come in my sons today, my daughters, my spiritual daughters today, Lord God. Let your kingdom come into my husband today, Lord God. My God, in the name of Jesus, let me see the fruitfulness of your kingdom, Lord God. Let your kingdom reign here and all throughout the earth, Lord God. My God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, let your kingdom come in my health today, Lord God. For you were already bruised for my iniquities, chastised for my peace, Lord God. And by your stripes I am healed. Father God, let your kingdom be seen throughout all the earth today. My God, for I know that is the perfect will of Jesus. Let your kingdom come in our school systems today. Let your kingdom be in our teachers today. Oh, my God. Will you not revive us, O oh Lord? Let revival break out in the school systems. Let the teachers that are saved rise up and bring revival. My God, Father God, help them to overcome what they are seeing and let them walk in the fruitfulness of your word. My God, stir up the gift in them. Stir up the gift in them. Let them tap into the key of salvation, remembering who they are, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for salvation being seen throughout the school. We thank you for your power being demonstrated in our schools today, even on our college campuses, Lord God. Lord, I invite your kingdom. Oh, write that this morning. Put that in your notes. Lord, I invite your kingdom in my life today. Ooh. Lord, I invite your kingdom in my salon today. Ooh. Come on, Surfer. Surfer, um, I don't even know if Deshaun on here. Surfer, any of you I'm going to challenge you in something today um, because sometimes we try to, and I'm not saying this is your story. I'm just telling you this period um, for all of my business and entrepreneurs. Sometimes we try to um, accommodate our clients and make our clients comfortable. Um, if you are in the capacity to sanctify and set your salon apart and only play kingdom things. Ooh! My God, set, set, set your, only play kingdom things. Uh, make your space, make your business, make your office the place of refuge. Make, make your office, make your place, even in your, your office. Say you got an office at work and your workplace doesn't care what you play. Make your office the place of kingdom. Ooh, make your business a place of kingdom. I decree and declare there's a Chick-fil-A anointing. On your business today, that there's a Chick-fil-A anointing on your business. And I know this sounds funny, but I know what you mean. That there's some some something so special about your business, right? Something so special about your salon. Something so special. Let kingdom, let your kingdom, let your kingdom be seen. Your your business, your kingdom needs to be set apart. Don't worry about 
um, trying to accommodate your clients. Don't don't worry about trying to make people feel. No, 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 no. Let the kingdom be seen in all that you do today. And it may shift you and it may pull you out of uncomfortable places. But when people come in contact with you, they should be coming in contact with the kingdom. Woo! My God, don't worry about offending nobody. Don't worry about upsetting nobody because what you begin to do is create an atmosphere. I create an atmosphere for the kingdom. Oh my God. Let the word play. And then if they become uncomfortable, perhaps anybody that's connected to you that's not saved, Oh, because we want the saved and the unsaved. We just be wanting the saved folks around us. We want the saved and the unsaved. Perhaps no, my God, perhaps no, anybody that's not saved. Oh, perhaps anybody that's not saved, my God, will begin to connect to you because they experience the kingdom in you. So, Lord God, I thank you that the kingdom is coming in our lives today. I thank you, Lord God, that we are set apart. That's what it means to be set apart. That's what it means to be set apart. When someone experiences, uh, when someone is experiences the kingdom, the love, the peace, the grace of God, you can change their whole world. You can change. You you can change their whole life. Um, one time we were out passing bags out for feed the streets, and um, I wasn't in the building. Uh, one of my co-laborers in Christ was in the building, and she she, she said she went in the building. Uh, and there's a particular area that we service and feed the streets, and it's very impoverished and it's high in drugs. And she said she went in to take the boxes of the bags. And she said, the security guard said to her, she said, who are y'all? And she said, because we don't really put who we are in the bags. Because for me, it does not matter who we are. Right? We don't put who we are in the bags. So we go to give the bags. And she said, she said, well, we're a ministry. You know, and she starts describing to him who we are. And he said, y'all feed without requiring somebody to listen to you. Y'all going to make me go back to church. Woo! Come on now. He said, y'all feed, y'all feed, y'all feed, and you're not requiring somebody to listen to you, or you're not trying to push somebody in the direction of what you believe. Y'all going to feed y'all a ministry, y'all church, y'all feed, y'all feed without forcing somebody to be connected to you. She, he, that's what he said. He said, y'all going to make me go back to church. This is the kind of stuff that's going to make me go back to church. It's not the words that you use. It's not bombarding people with the scripture. It's the peace of God that somebody feels. It's the ex kingdom experience. Oh, that's so powerful. It's the kingdom experience. Ooh, it's the kingdom. It's the kingdom experience. Listen to me. It's the kingdom experience that someone encounters. Can I tell y'all something? I used to be so spiritually haughty, and I still work on that. Like, I, I work on, you know, because the word, you, let me, you will feel empowered. You got to watch feeling empowered by the word and confusing it with acting superior in the word. Oh, that was good. You got to, you can feel the empowerment, right? As you get the empowerment of the word in you, as God begins to unlock you, as the Holy Spirit begins to, 
um, begins to show you who you are and you come into the fullness of you who you are, you have to watch yourself because it's easy. You'll start walking, especially when you got revelation knowledge or whatever, you'll start walking in kingdom superiority. You start acting king, more kingdomly superior than anyone else. I'm just going to be real. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. And when we, we get free, we get broke off. Well, you know, if you just do that I do, my, my God, da 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 it's easy to slip into and we don't even realize we slip into because we determine our own level of humility, right? We're not spending enough time asking the Lord, how humble is humble? Ooh, how humble is humble? Show me another level. Show me another level of humility. Show me another level of humility, right? Um, and he will talk to you. If you ask him to show you another level of humility, he will. So when um, in my spiritual haughtiness, when I used to talk to people about the word, it just was not from a place of grace and compassion, right? Go back and read some. Do me a favor. Just even some of the things that you posted, some of the things you shared. Go back and read some of the things you posted and shared and ask the Lord, is, is this my flesh? Or is this you? <laughs> is this how I'm supposed to share and communicate this? Is this, or is this kind of a tell it like it is ministry? Like what is going on? What's going on and what I'm sharing and how I'm sharing, right? Because, because it's the grace and the love of Jesus Christ. Woo! It's the experience. See, Jesus was the kindest man he know. When people were drawn to Jesus, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I'm going to give you what God told me to give you. When people were drawn to Jesus, my God, God is unlocking us. Come on now. When people were drawn, drawn to Jesus, oh, my gosh, they were drawn to Jesus because of his kindness. They were drawn to Jesus because of his anointing. Some of him, them were drawn because of the miracles. But like when the woman with the well at the, at the well experienced Jesus, she didn't know who Jesus was. Something drew her to the well. My God, when God sets up a divine appointment for you or, or God is trying to use you for his glory, because it's not one divine appointment, it's instances. Ooh, Lord, help me to check myself. It's instances. The instance, because you, you carry his glory. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you carry his glory. You're the person that's partnering with God to bring kingdom here on earth. Ooh. Right? You the hands and feet of Jesus. Say that. I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. Ooh. 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 Come on. Thank you, Lord. You the hands and feet of Jesus. Oh my God. Ooh. My God. Ooh. Oh my God. So I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm the reason. My God. I'm the reason. I'm the co-laborer with Christ. I'm the reason. That God's will will be done on earth. Ooh, glory to God. I'm the, I'm the reason that God's will will be done on And yes, God going to do miracles. And yes, all this other stuff. But if we're following him, if we're following him, if anyone wishes to come after me, he said, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life will, for his sake, will find it. That's Matthew 16, 24 and 5. We are Jesus's followers. We're supposed to be more like Christ, right? The disciples stepped out in faith, left behind the things that they were comfortable with, right? Learned the teachings of Jesus Christ, witnessed miracles, went out into the world, and then here's our assignment to equip and empower. Ooh, 
Those, those others, once we get revelation knowledge, this is why it's so important for us to understand who we are. This is why it's so important for us to understand why we were created. This is why we have to get revelation that I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. He's going to do miracles through me. Woo! He's going to do greater works through me. He's going to lay hands on the sick through me. Through me. God wants us to get empowered. My God, that we're co-laborers in Christ. We are supposed to be following in the footsteps of Jesus, right? That's what we're supposed to be. Responding to the call. Responding to the call. Responding to the call. Well, Jesus paid the ultimate Christ. You got to pause for just a second and ask yourself, Daily, how am I representing Jesus? This is why you got to get more revelation knowledge. Lord, I thank you for this word. This is spot on, right? Matthew 28, 19, 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I command you to do. And lo, I'm with you always. This is why your personal, your personal, your personal relationship with God, your personal prayer life, your personal time in study. Ooh. My God, somebody, do you know he wants to use us all? Do you know, we, do, do, do you know he wants to use us all? Do you know, do you know he wants to really use us all? He wants to use us through our gifts. He wants to use us through our talents. Come on now. My God, come on now. My God. So we're going to be the feet of Jesus means we are Christ followers. And if we the feet, we actually get up and go. When he asked Abraham, Genesis 12, 1 through 3, he said, come on, boy, <laughs> come go with me. Ooh, I actually get up and go. Being the feet of Jesus is not sitting still in my little shell, right? That is why you got to know who you are. That is why you got to know who you are. Come on now. That is why you got to know who you are. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand and gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 14, 16. Men are supposed to see your good works <laughs> Woo! and glorify your Father in heaven. Can I, help? Can I help you this morning? Can I help you in your household this morning? Your household. I ain't got my towel. <laughs> Woo! I ain't got my towel. Your household. Your household. Your household. Because sometimes we get so set up on going into all the world. Your household. The people that commonly deal with you daily are supposed to see God's good works. Because <laughs> if you don't bring it to your household first and you go out and bring good works out there, kind of a hypocrite. <laughs> so your you can't be spiritual on the outside, not in the inside. Can't be spiritual on the outside to the world and the good works ain't being done in your inside, the inside of your house. <laughs> you lack patience, you're rude, you're, uh, you're condescending, uh, you're frustrated, right? When you're feeling that way towards the people in your household, then you got to ask God, whether or not you got offense and some other things in your heart, right? Because we love to share the God. I'm just being for real. We love to go outside the world 
right? And can I tell you what I think that is? I think it's our um, really self-importance because we want people to see. And the reasonable service starts at home first. So my light got to be in the household because my light in the household is what's going to attract the folks in the household, especially if I recognize the people in my household. And here's what I'm saying. Household isn't just a uh, household isn't just um, I'm not saying when I use household, it's not just the people that live with you. It's also the people that you're connected to immediately. Right. So if they're not experiencing the love of Jesus Christ in my household and those that I'm immediately connected with. Right. If I'm mistreating my household, if I'm mis mistreating my church house, right? If I'm mistreating, if I'm not doing, if I just in my reasonable service in my house, right? My God, in my reasonable service in my house, if my light isn't being seen in my house, if the love and the patient and those things are not being seen in my house and being seen with those most intimately with me, then I'm just gonna be real. I'm being hypocritical. <laughs> We just get this the whole point of how God brings us to this devotional, right? That's the whole point. Don't don't get upset, good offended. Ask yourself, am I even being light in my household? Have I been doing things for people to see? See, because Judah Jail called me out. <laughs> then my kids will call me out. My kids, we have a family rules sitting in the living room, and I'm just gonna let's let's be let's be real. We have some family rooms. Well, sometimes I'm going to make it light. Sometimes there's some snacks I buy that I just want to be my snacks. <laughs> I don't want to share them snacks with anybody else. I'm just going to I'm gonna use snacks as an example. I don't want to share them. These are my snacks that I've bought. Right? But one of our family rules is that we share. <laughs> so anytime, just because can I tell you something? If any of you walked up to me and I had some snacks, and you asked me for my snacks, I'm going to give it to you. That's my nature. I'm not messed up about no snacks. I'm not messed up about no stuff. I'm just going to help somebody this morning. Lord, thank you for this. I'm not messed up about no snacks. I'm not, if you walked up to me and asked me for anything, I'm going to give it to you. Right? I'm going to give it to you. Well, particular day, had some chips. <laughs> Everybody knows I love Lay's potato chips. I'm just going to be real. I, I love Lay's. I love Lay's potato chips. I love Lay's. Judah was like, let me get some of your chips. I'm like, no. He went to the family board. He went to our family rules and said to me, our family rule is sharing is caring. I had to pause. I had to pause. I had to pause. I had to pause. I had to pause, right? I had to pause because I would give it to anybody else. What's the difference in me giving it to my house? What's the difference in me giving it to my house? I would give kindness. Come on, Holy Spirit. I would give kindness and patience to anybody else. My God, what's the difference in me giving that kindness and patience? Come on, Holy Spirit, you're doing a greater word today. And I, I can't be the light to the world and light in my house. Come on now. I can't be the light to the world and light not the light in my house. Right? He says, so, so let your light shine before man in a way, such a way that they see your good works and it glorifies your Father that's, that's in heaven. So that's the next one. Come on, Holy Spirit. We're going to be out of time in a second. And then the next part of this, 
that it glorifies my Father, not me. That it glorifies my Father. Because, can I tell you something? The light shining, your good works being seen, oh, your good works being seen, right, is what's going to draw. And I'm not talking about good works from a place. If I got to announce the works I'm doing, one of the reasons we don't necessarily put our cards and our information in the bags for Feed the Street don't matter that our name on it. As a matter of fact, the scripture that says don't let your left hand do what your right hand is doing, right? My, your left hand to do what your right hand is doing is, so all that I do, right? All that I do, right? I should not be doing for people to see. I should not be, I'm not doing it for you to see. I'm not doing, because the scripture actually says, if that's what you do, that's your reward. Ooh. If that's what you do, that's your, that, if that's what you do. When we share information, even about Feed the Streets, it's because we have partners and investors, and we want them to know we're being a good steward over what they're giving us. <laughs> That's it. But if I'm going to let my light shine, shine, really shine before man, good works be done so the Father can be glorified. Now, publicly, if somebody wants to acknowledge and celebrate me, they get to acknowledge and celebrate me, but I don't acknowledge and celebrate myself. So I don't, in my own household, I don't know why we're coming to this, but it's important. Um, I don't, in my own household, remind my household of all the ways that I've let my light shine. I don't remind my household of all the things that I've done for them. I don't remind my household of all the ways that I've sacrificed for them. I, I, don't, I don't remind my own household because if I understand who I am to my house, if I understand that I'm supposed to be light, love, and hope, and forgiveness in my house, <laughs> then I'm not going to take any of God's thunder or glory. I'm not going to take his thunder or glory. I'm not even going to look to take his thunder or glory. I, I'm, I'm not going to guilt trip my kids into feeling a certain way. Ooh, I, you know, this is all, all I've done for you. This is the least you can do. No, 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 no. Because those are the things that will hinder. <laughs> Jesus Christ has had a willingness to bring light, love, hope, and forgiveness to his creations. Guess what? We are called. To be the hands and feet of Jesus to do the exact same things. So if we have the feet of Jesus, we go. If we have the hands of Jesus, we do work. We're the instruments of Jesus' work. You got to start thinking of yourself. And I'm going to give you something to show you what God showed me. You got to start thinking um, of yourself. Oh, my God. You got to start thinking of yourself as I'm, I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. When I step out this house. I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. Oh, so at the minute, come on now, at the minute that I recognize that I woke up with a bad attitude, I'm just going to help us all today. At the minute that I woke up, that I realized I had a bad attitude, or at the, you know if you got a bad attitude or not. <laughs> you know if you somebody that grumble, complain or not. You know that. 
that if you've been spending time in the word, by now the word should be convicting you, telling you, you you just walk around, you complain a lot, you're, you're a mumbler, you're a warrior, whatever it is, whatever impacts your attitude. At the morning I wake up or I realize, see, I do, I have to do resets, right? At the morning that I wake up and realize I got a bad attitude or something going on me, before I step out, before I come into contact with anybody, because nobody else should pay the penalty for how I feel. Nobody else should be paying the penalty for how I feel. I'm going to say that one more time. Nobody should be paying the penalty for how I feel. When I don't feel good or I don't feel bad, I pull away, right? Because I don't want anybody else to be, uh, be affected about how I feel. I don't want to be sharp. I don't want to be curt. I don't want to be Because this might impact my, my witness. This might impact being in the hands of the feet of Jesus. Let me tell you something funny. I remember one time, my God, thank you, Lord. I remember one time I was teaching. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I teach in children's and youth ministry at my church. And so I was teaching the kids, and we were just talking about dealing with our attitudes. And I made a statement, and I said, I said, uh, you know, not having attitudes towards parents. And then all of a sudden it was quiet, and one of my kids spoke up and said, well, what you do when your mom and daddy got a bad attitude? What you do when they wake you up with a bad attitude? <laughs> what you supposed to do when the parents have a bad attitude? And I was stuck for a second. <laughs> I just was stuck for a second. Because it made me start thinking, right, from the perspective of a mother, how much of my attitude had influenced my kids or how I wake my kids up. How had that turned their day? Come on, y'all. My God. So if I'm supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, right? If I'm supposed to be serving, if my light is supposed to be seen, right? So that God can be glorified and it needs to start in my house first, my God. And I have to serve Mark, Mark 10, 43 and 45. Whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be a slave for all, right? Then all my service, all my work, it's got to start in my house first, Oh, so at the point, remember, I represent Jesus. I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm the feet. I go. I go where he tells me to go. I accept the assignments. I move. When I'm the hands, right? When I'm, when I'm the hands of him, come on now. I'm bringing that service. Can I tell you what that means? So I got to check my attitude. I got to check myself before I go out the door. Remembering who I am and whose I am and who I'm called to. Because I'm not called here for myself. I'm called for the glory of God. We get caught up in stuff that calls us to ourselves. I'm calling for the glory of God. So before I step out the door or before I wake my kids up or before I do anything else, I need to check myself. My, I need to check my attitude. I need to pause my heart. Can I tell you what helps me reset my day? Because we were born to worship. Ooh, come on, y'all. Then I got to begin to pause and worship God. Worship. Can I, I'm just helping you with some practical things. Worship. Counting it up. Becoming grateful. My God, becoming grateful, becoming grateful, becoming so grateful. Because there again, becoming so grateful. So pause and just like this morning, I was taking some deep breaths and just thanking God for his goodness and mercy. My God, it tends to recalibrate us. Because when we worship, we come into his presence. We keep creating atmosphere for his presence. And when I worship and create an atmosphere for my presence, then it will it will change things around. And then don't skip 
your morning devotion with God. Don't skip your morning time with God because it's going to reset your attitude. I remember one day Judah had a series, like a series of days with a bad attitude. And I was just sitting there. I was like, man, dude, what's going on with you? Your attitude right now. I said, I said, before I can get out of my mind, he said, I already know my problem. I said, what? He said, I haven't been spending all my personal intimate time with God. And I said, well, could you go spend your personal intimate time with God? Because we're paying the penalty of this. We're paying the penalty of this. So I have to begin to ask myself, if I'm going to be the, the, the hands and feet of Jesus, and all Jesus, all Jesus called me to do, come on now, then, right? My light got to start shining in the house. This means loving my neighbors. Y'all know I always teach your neighbor is anybody outside yourself. <laughs> Mark 12, 30 and 31. Your neighbor, you, you imagine it. This is your temple. This is your house. This is how I teach this so you can get a revelation of who your neighbor is. Because people think it's the people that live next door. Here are you. If you sit in your cubicle at work, this you. This the house. Anybody outside of you is your neighbor. I'm supposed to love my neighbor. I'm supposed to love my neighbor. If I have a hard time with this, I need to figure out, according to Christ, what does loving my neighbor look like, right? What does loving, Lord, show me how to love my neighbor so that I don't fail in this area. Come on now. Feeding the hungry. That's the hands of feeding Jesus. Isaiah 58 and 10. Clothing the needy. 1 John 3 and 17. Woo! Woo! Let me give you this one. Being hospitable to strangers. Matthew 25 and 35. So, when you pull up at the restaurant. <laughs> come on, y'all. These practical foundational things, that's getting ready to change us. And let me pause. Let me pause because I got to get out of here. When I love like Jesus, when I love like Jesus, when I love like Jesus, I have to receive that love. I really got to begin to understand what a love like Jesus looked like. Jesus was the kindest man there was. Direct, firm, but kind. If you are loving and you are not kind, the screen didn't freeze. <laughs> the screen didn't freeze. <laughs> if you are loving but not kind, because we have our own definitions of our love. Right? We have our own definitions of love. Often we love people from the place that we think we need to be loved. I'm just saying. Being hospitable to strangers. So that means when you pull up to the drive-thru and you got the person with the worst attitude. You, if I'm going to be the hands and feet of Jesus, if I'm going to be the light seen, this may be the instant for me to witness, not to give them scripture, not to be ugly, not to be, not, not to be sarcastic, sarcastic but when I pull up and the person in the drive-thru got an attitude my response to the person in the drive-thru with the attitude is to be loving and to kind not to respond when the person cuts me off in traffic right my, when the person cuts me off in traffic my response ain't to blow my horn or to yell at them <laughs> Lord bless them Lord help them right because I gotta be hospital to strangers because I gotta be because I got to be hospitable to strangers. I think I told you this story long, not long ago. I was in t a Target, and the lady in there was raking me over the coals. <laughs> she was.
was breaking me over the coals. I don't even know what I had done. She was checking me out, being smart, telling me something I should do. And I just kept saying, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I ain't been this chick. Yes, ma'am. But Judah was standing right here. And I could hear the Lord saying, put a guard over your mouth. Can I tell you something? My flesh was wanting me to rise up. My flesh. My flesh. But the Lord kept reminding me of honor. That's why the scripture got to be in you. The Lord kept reminding me of honor. The Lord kept reminding me this because she was an older lady. She just kept, oh, honor, 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 honor. So I'm just like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, raking me over the coals. She was not nice. Raking me over the coals. Raking me over the coals. And I'm not, I'm just sitting there. Yes, ma'am. Get through. Use, I use, I'm going to use your name. Use a name. Going on about my business. And going out the store, right? And going out the store. When we're walking out the store, Judah said, how did you do that? I said, how did I do what? How did you not respond to her? She was so mean and so rude to you. But if I'm the hands of feet of Jesus, right? This, this might have been my moment for the Lord to speak to her and say, do you remember how bad you treated that lady in the line? Right? This may have been the moment. My kindness towards her may have been the moment and the opportunity. For her to experience the love of Christ. So I had to decrease. So that the Lord may increase. That's being a hospital to strangers. Healing the sick. Right? Forgiving others. Ooh, come on, y'all. Come on now. Forgiving others. Forgiving others. Say, I got to forgive others. I got to forgive others. That starts in my household. How do I know if I forgave somebody? Can I give you this real quick? My God, I got so much to give. I got to go, though. How, how, how do I know I forgave someone? How do I know I forgave someone? Oh, my God, I hear you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. This this going to be, I told you, this fourth quarter going to be deep and intense. This fourth quarter going to be deep and intense. This the polishing. This the polishing. I got to forgive others. I'm pausing. I'm putting a note. My God, as we, we going to come back and remember the spiritual keys. God going to build us up. God reminding us today that we need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. That's our main assignment, right? We are not to hide our talents. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. I got to close this up. I got to close this up. So I got to begin to ask myself, do I look like the feet of Jesus? I got to begin to ask myself, is this starting in my house? Ooh, my God. Is this starting in my house? <laughs> Y'all don't make me fall out. Is this starting in my house? Is this starting? Oh, is it starting in my house? That's the big question for today. Has this start? Is this in my house? Ooh, come on now. Is it? Is it in the house? Is it in the house? Is it? Is it in the house? Is it starting in the house? <laughs> am I doing it in my house first? If I'm not doing it in my house, in my house, and experiencing it, experiencing it, then my God. I'm being a hypocrite. If my neighbors are not experiencing that, I'm being a hypocrite. My God. If it, my, go back. I told you. It, the kindness of God, the gentleness of God. This, this is what's going to unlock the kingdom. This, this is what's, this is what's going to draw people. Not your spiritual hiddingness to quote scripture and throw around and talk about how long you've been saved and talk about all the committees you do and all the programs you've started and all that. That's not what Skin Rain make. Oh, oh my gosh. I want to be like, because what we, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because what we'll do is 
will confuse people to make people think that kingdom is about doing. When he has been clear to say our works <laughs> will confuse people to think the kingdom is about doing. Right? I got my little checklist of all the things that I've done for people in the kingdom. <laughs> And people who are unsaved, who feel like they don't have nothing to give or don't understand their talents or their gifts, will feel like they don't me measure up. Woo! That's good. They'll feel like they don't measure up. They don't feel, they'll feel, mm -mm. they'll feel like they don't, don't, that humility draws as well. Humility draws as well. Because when we humble, God is being glorified. Ooh, let God be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, promoting peace is another way where the hands and feet of Jesus came for the captive, the prisoners, the oppressed. Um, that's another way we're the hands and feet of Jesus, right? right? Promoting justice and mercy, that's another way we're the hands and feet of Jesus. Let's stop right there. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, for the witness of your word today so that we can be more like Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. Ooh, my God. Ooh. We don't want to promote spiritual haughtiness. Lord, help us, help, deal, help us deal with our spiritual haughtiness. Show us spiritual haughtiness. Show us, Lord God. Show us. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want you to do that because that's where it begins. That's where the makeover, that's how he's going to reset you. I want you to repeat after me, Father God, Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you the best I can, Jesus. I'm a sinner and I need you. Overwhelm me with your goodness today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. The second thing is, if the Lord places it on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, go over to the website, lakeishamjohnson.com, and you can give there, or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J ministry, M-I-N-S-T-R. Wow. Um, you can give there as well. Father, we thank you for your work. If you are new to the devotional, we end the devotional always with a confessional, right? And I sent the confession out yesterday, and I'm going to send the confession out again. We have a new confession. Don't stop confessing George Myers' confession. But the new confession is about our faith, right? So get your, get your confessional out, and let's get our faith confession in. It says, I live by faith. Ooh, I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows. And remember, confessions help us to remember God's power and His love. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fire dart of the wicked. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherited the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. 
I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered me, my God, and my family from the hands of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us because of our unfailing love. My faith, by faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my president. Will you shout that today? Faith is my precedent. My God, it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience. My God. Father God, I thank you that the gentleness is of the gentleness of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. You are showing us how to be as gentle as Jesus was. Ooh, my God. As meek as the lamb and as strong in the lion in spirit. Show us how to be kind and gentle like Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can I tell you something? Blessed are the meek. meek blessed are the meek. My God. For they shall inherit the earth. It is not weak for you to be meek. Woo! I'm going to say it one more time. It is not weak for you to be meek. It's not weak for you to be gentle. It's not weak for you to be kind. Oh, I don't want anybody to push over and run over me. Mm -mm. This is a different kind of meekness. This is a different kind of weakness. This is a different kind of meekness. This looks different in Christ Jesus. So we're going to be meek and kind. Jesus, show us how to be meek and kind. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ooh, thank you for that, Lord. I love y'all. Go be loved today. Right? That's what the kingdom does. Love, peace, and blessing. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.